Hey, I'm Tim. And I'm Drew. And this is the Hearts and Hands Podcast. Season 4, Episode 23, we talked to Mike Westendorf about his new album, His Name is Jesus. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm your host, Tim Babbler, joined as always by my co-host, Drew Stonenberg. And Drew, whether you like it or not, Christmas is right around the corner. And... We got a chance to catch up with our good friend Mike Westendorf because in the midst of lots and lots of things going on, he decided to pursue another creative endeavor. Those of you who know Mike know that he always is kind of spinning seven plates at once and looking for an eighth and a ninth one to spin. So he put out a new album this year just in time for the Christmas season. It's called His Name is Jesus, packed with lots of your favorite Christmas classics, but also a few originals as well. Uh, so we got a chance to talk to Mike about where this idea for this album came from and what it's all about. So let's go ahead and talk to Mike. Today we are excited to welcome back to the podcast our good friend Mike Westendorf. Hi, Mike. Drew, Tim, good morning. How are you guys? Excellent. For our guests who may have missed your previous appearances, including just a couple weeks ago, uh, <laughs> could you briefly reintroduce yourself? Sure. Uh, my name is Mike Westendorf. I've been a meteorologist for about 25 years, but working in uh, ministry basically since I was in college on on some level volunteering. In 2004, I began uh, writing songs and uh, started to really share them in about 2006. And so concerts and songwriting and special events and then leading worship. Uh, I was a director of music for the Point of Grace, a campus ministry in the Wells in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where I'm still a board of director member. And uh, I'm now a, a staff minister full-time for St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Muskego, Wisconsin, where I'm the director of worship operations, uh, helping to, to guide our operations for traditional and, and our contemporary services, and uh, still writing songs. And uh, I, I love in fact, I miss getting out on the road a bit more often, but uh, I love uh, doing concerts and sharing special events uh, with, with other churches, too. So it's, it's, it's one of my passions. And, oh, I should mention, too, Awaken Alive, the uh, young adult uh, ministry, which is happening January 13th through the 15th in Mankato, Minnesota, our three-day conference for uh, people 18 to 28 is where we're, we're focused on. And that is an exciting conference, and all that information is online, too. So it sounds like you've got room for like three or four, maybe five more things on your plate. You know, to my mind is like, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> do that. And increasingly, yeah, like I get up in the morning, I'm like, I could use a half hour more of sleep. And the older I get, the more I actually want to take that. So, yes, I'm starting to learn how to say no to some things, but it's really hard. So You just love seeing God work. I love the aha moments. I love seeing them. They're just, you guys know how that goes when you see somebody gets it and then I get it because they got it. And yeah. yeah. And you guys had some recent uh, good news with your uh, ministry as well, right? With the launch of another service on a different campus. Yeah. Yeah. That's got us busy. Yeah. Right before Christmas, we're, <laughs> we're full time into a second site for the bridge, uh, Milwaukee, which is actually really neat. Muskego is a suburb church. We have done some partnerships with urban churches, but to have a, a location that's in Milwaukee, we're bringing a, you know, the, the bridge is our contemporary service, but the room is different. So it's going to be a lot more of an acoustic kind of a feel. 
uh, but we still are, are bringing our, our order of service, uh, God's word, the gospel, uh, to a whole new set of people. And it's a lot of um, first home, family home type places, you know, and apartments. So very different than what we're normally seeing in Muskego. And our hope is that we're going to learn something about a different community, which is going to help us be stronger in Muskego and and vice versa. So we're excited. It's been off to a solid start and uh, excited to see what God will do with it. So in the midst of all those things you've got on your plate, you said to yourself, you know what? I want to release another album. <laughs> tell, tell us about where, what, what's this new album? Where did it come from? Yeah. Well, you know, so when the pandemic hit, one of the things that happened was we lost Easter and Good Friday. Uh, so that all of a sudden moved me in a way different place. So I started becoming a video producer and we, we, we did special services for um, Easter and for Good Friday, the like that we had never done before. And we knew coming in through 2020 that Christmas was probably going to be a messy as well. And Advent was out. And so in 2020, we endeavored to create a bit of a live drama, live action devotional focusing on four characters of the Christmas story. So the prophet Isaiah, uh, Joseph, Mary, and the shepherds. And the whole idea was that we might step back and realize that, you know, we're all right now, and since 2022 that we're recording this, and interest rates are questionable, they're going up. A recession is being talked about all over the place. Cost of materials is crazy. And we wonder if God is paying attention. Uh, for some of us, we're quite convinced that this was not the way that God should have done this. <laughs> you know, God could have done this a better way or a different way or my way. And lo and behold, guess what? Isaiah was thinking the same thing. Mary was, Mary was like, how can this be? Joseph is like, I'm out. The shepherds are like, we're going to die. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's, it's all stuff that we say, you know? And so, uh, so this album's actually started with this, this trying to save the Advent season for our church. And it, uh, you guys know I'm passionate about the family church, the idea that really congregational church starts at home. And every parent's a pastor, whether you like it or not, you are shepherding on some way, shape or form. So I'd rather try to do it God's way, even if I'm not very good at it. So we wanted to create a resource and it began with those devotionals. They're an 18 minute. You can light the uh, the Advent wreath. You know, I don't even know if our listeners know what all those are, but do you guys remember them? Did you ever do that as kids? Yeah. Most yeah. Definitely. So we we would... You know, we'd get out a, an action, uh, one of the figurines from the manger scene each week, and my dad would light a candle, and we would read from Luke, and it was this little half-hour deal that we did at home, and it made it more family church. And so we were trying to do something like that, and that's where this whole thing started from. And I'd been kind of picking away at a couple of Christmas-themed songs that wound up making its way into other albums, but... Last year, about this time, I decided to just say, let's go full bore and finish this. And so we recorded, we took three previously recorded songs, one that had never been released. I wrote two original songs, and then we did a live uh, recording with a choir uh, at St. Paul's 
uh, over the course of two nights. One was a rehearsal night. The other one was the live recording. And we shot video for it. And we just said, let's go for broke. And so last October, we did that. We worked crazy through November to get it done. We got it in hand like the... (laughs) like a week before Christmas. And I'm like, I'm not releasing this now. I'll just let people know that it's available and we'll just be patient. And so this year we thought we would make a little bit of a bigger splash uh, by releasing it online, you know, uh, the proper way and in time for people to know about it. Since you guys know how Christmas music goes about December 27th, we're done. (laughs) So The, the tricky thing with releasing a Christmas album, right? Is everyone just wants to hear the hits. But as you mentioned, you did include a few originals in here. Can you talk us through those a little bit? Yeah. So I have, this kind of stems from a, a concert mentality that actually was inspired by Handel's Messiah. I love sure. that, that Messiah, you know, in part one, part two, part three, it, it, the, the, old, the old album that my dad had, it said part the third, just like <laughs> the first, the second, the third, you know. And so I, I don't know, ever since I was a kid, I just had this in my mind, this like more event thematic kind of a, a feel. And what I found was, at least in our live artist concert environment that we, we live in today, I'm never going to be on the radio much. I mean, Tim, this radio station up by you guys plays a couple of my songs every once in a while, which is an incredible honor. Uh, I used to think that it would, I should be able to get my stuff. I went to Nashville. <laughs> I mean, shouldn't you be playing this now? But if, if, if you don't have that kind of reach and honestly, I'm in our church body, I'm committed to uh, working within Wells churches. And so that, that also kind of limits where you can play live. I found that just showing up and playing my songs was good, but not a lot of people would come. And sometimes churches would struggle to see the, the value in having me there. And so I tried to theme the concerts, particularly my Lenten concert and my Christmas concerts. And so I was looking to have a song about Joseph. There aren't a lot of songs that are out there about, uh, about him. And Joseph is a major character. I actually played the role of Joseph and his struggling to be at peace with what God had called him to do. And one of the things that Joseph is credited for is that he trusted God. He believed. He believed. It just keeps coming up over and over and over again. And so I wanted to write a song uh, called Believe that focused on Joseph's narrative a little bit. And and so that was one song. The other new one is, is it's my favorite. It's the one that we kick off with. It is called Nativity Song. And it it gets these, these, um, these four uh, characters in it. Now I want to pull up the lyrics so that I don't actually screw up the lyrics of my own song. You know how that goes. (laughs) But Prophet on on his knees is shaking. That that picture of trying to figure out what on earth is going on. Mary's heart is filled with wonder. You know, Joseph's given words to ponder. And it's a real, real simple song, but it, it, it themes this whole idea up that all of them were told do not fear. Do not be afraid. I'm rereading Luke 2 as just my personal time right now. And I just started in Luke 1. And there it is again. Gabriel's like, hey, I know you're freaked out right now, but don't be afraid. You know, and so the refrain is, do not fear. All is well. 
God is here, Emmanuel. And so I love starting the concert with that song. And then we actually finish with the video version of it so that they can hear the whole, the whole thing. And so those are the two, those are the two new ones that we put on in addition to some of the old ones with some, some nice wrinkles to them. Sure. Then the the rest of the album then is, as we kind of said, the hits, quote unquote. Are are there any uh, that you're particularly proud of, or any standouts for you? Yeah, again, my my son plays. He's been playing keyboards since you know he was a kid, and he's been an active part of the band since I think he was like twelve. <laughs> the first song he ever did was "How He Loves." <laughs> you know just keep over and over again it's great uh but he's actually become very good he listens to a lot of a lot of jazz he's a big snarky puppy fan and listens to all of these you know obscure musicians and so he'll come with hey i heard this little thing and i was trying to think and you know and he'll just start playing something and for some reason it just unlocks stuff and so we were sitting trying to find you know, Tim, you, I know you've done some record. Both of you guys have recorded. I don't know about you guys, but like getting into the song is sometimes like one of the most challenging parts. It's like, you know, what, what should it be? You know, how do we, do we just fade into it? Do we just start it? Do we, so joy to the world is uh is a song. Um, we call it. Oh, the wonder joy to the world. The way that that turned out, with the way that the band comes in just slowly, but surely just adding one instrument at a time. And then the, then the words come in, Oh, the wonder, the wonders of his love, you know? I think Joy to the World uh, turned out really, really well. And then there's this, the other one that we never released, which was uh, Go Tell It on the Mountain. We recorded it a number of years, probably about 10 years ago, with a live audience. And uh, it was just so much fun, <laughs> the joy in the room when we sang that one out. We had a children's choir that was singing with us, too. Hearing that one live with uh, a couple of guys that the bass player and the drummer helped me grow a lot as a musician. 
they're now one's in his seventies. I think Dave's in his late mid to late sixties. And, um, they really stretched me. And so hearing them play, uh, live with the way that they play, just, it's pretty special. Yeah. I was, I was going to mention joys of the world as well. It kind of stuck out to me. Like that intro is just, yeah, there's something there. Um, yeah. so uh, do you have any concerts or a tour lined up to support this album or to, or is it you mostly just staying busy in the ski? Go? Oh no, I, th- this is the, this is that challenge, right? You know, for all of us professional church people, it's like <laughs> the Christmas seasons are Super Bowl. So as I've been told, uh, I like to say it's my severe weather season. Um, <laughs> but even during severe weather season, I still made time for concerts. So yes, I'll be playing in Fond du Lac on uh, November 30th and then um, at Faith Lutheran and then um, at Centennial and then at Bridge MKE, uh, two concerts in the Milwaukee area. I'd love to get up your your side of town, but I think I got my booking information out too late as usual. But my hope is that uh, in the years ahead, that I'd be able to do four or five. Normally, I try to uh, get outside of the state once uh, once in December, but we just wanted being too busy, so I, I couldn't get the booking done on that one. I mean, I'm not sure just how ready everybody is yet for full-on concert music. I think up here in Wisconsin, we're pretty good, but other areas, not as much. So I just got to I gotta work on that a little bit more. But yeah, there'll be three concerts, and I'll probably do a few things live on, on social media. You can find it on all the major streaming platforms, right? Yeah, we released it to all the major streaming platforms. So I did check it. It was at, on Apple Music and Spotify and Amazon and all those other places. And we have lyric videos, and we did the five, the five songs that we recorded live. Joel Tratine did a really nice job of putting it all together for us. So there's some uh, of the live videos from the recordings that we, the actual recordings that we, that we did. And so those are available online. And uh, there is a physical copy of the CD DVD. You can get that through my website at mikewestendorf.com. But the four Advent devotionals I'll be linking to on my website, they're housed currently at the St. Paul's YouTube uh, channel. But if you would like to use those for your, your uh, family, and I'm hoping that churches will share it after the concert with the people who sign up and, and who come, that they'll be able to take part in the devotionals leading up to, to Christmas as well. That's awesome. And then, as if all of that weren't enough, you're also starting up a podcast? Yeah, which I want you guys on it. I mean, you guys you guys are always inviting me to talk in, and I love I love you guys. I love what you do. I love the the heart of what you do. And so pandemic time, I did a uh, video and audio podcast. So I, I do have a season one. Uh, and toward the end of it, I started in getting other guests in. And, and I found that I like talking with guests a lot more than I like pontificating on ideas of my own. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'd love to get you guys in there. And uh, I'm just going to tease you all because Drew and I have been talking about this a little bit. But I think we're going to tackle the question of why. Yeah. I want to get there, man. It was, it was a, we've had some good conversations. So well, yeah. And in, uh, in the new year, my hope is to, uh, to get that uh, started up again uh, real early and, and to bring in season two. And I want you guys to be part of it. Awesome. Sweet. Well, certainly looking forward to that. It's called Mike check, by the way, M I C. I see what you did. there. <laughs> awesome. Well, as always, we want to thank you for taking the time. It's always a pleasure to have you on here. So yeah, uh, be sure to check out 
Mike's new album. What's the title of the album for our listeners? His name is Jesus. It is tied to the song Believe, but his name is Jesus. Awesome. Thanks, Mike. All right, guys. That wraps it up for another episode of the podcast. As always, if you have questions you want answers to, people you'd like to hear from, or you'd like to come talk about the cool new thing you're working on, we would love to hear from you. Reach out to us at heartsandhandspodcast at gmail.com. And for bonus content and uncut episodes, make sure to check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash heartsandhandspodcast. Thanks so much for all the support we received. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.